48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Jaron Quayle. The top stories, Executive Council and Dr. Lam Ching Choi seeks to ease concerns about the quality of overseas doctors. At least three die in two earthquakes on the mainland and President Biden hosts South Korea's president at the White House. Executive Councillor and Dr. Lam Ching Choi has sought to ease concerns about the quality of overseas doctors who will be allowed to work here once laws are changed. They'll be able to do so without passing local professional exams. Dr. Lam says for the medical sector, doctors getting good grades may not mean they're also good clinically. He said overseas doctors would be assessed every year while working at public hospitals. A patient's rights advocate, Tim Pang, says although having more doctors won't resolve Hong Kong's primary healthcare problems, it's a good start. The problems now in Hong Kong in the uh, health sector is not only the shortage of doctors, but without having more doctors to come to help, the problems will not be solved at all. So I think besides government has to deal with other problems like expanding the facilities of healthcare institutions. Seismologists and local officials say two powerful earthquakes hit northwest and southwest China overnight, leaving at least three people dead. Sean Kennedy has more. The first quake with a magnitude of 6.1 struck at 9.48pm in Yunnan province near the city of Dali, a popular tourist destination. The US Geological Survey said it was followed by at least two aftershocks. Then a few hours later, just after 2 o'clock this morning, a 7.4 magnitude quake hit in the mainland's sparsely populated Qinghai province in the northwest, more than 1,200 kilometres away. It was followed by an aftershock. China is regularly hit by earthquakes and a powerful 7.9 magnitude quake in Sichuan province in 2008 left 87,000 people dead or missing. Local officials said three people have been confirmed dead after the Yunnan quake and at least 27 others have been injured and more than 20,000 people have been evacuated. There were no reports of casualties from the Qinghai quake. President Biden has hosted South Korea's president at the White House in only the second state visit by a world leader since he was sworn in in January. Radio Australia's Greg Jennett reports. The U.S. president's resetting America's approach to the unpredictable North Korea after a foreign policy review. Bringing the South's Moon Jae-in to the White House is crucial in providing reassurance that America's security presence on the peninsula is stable. I look forward to continuing our discussion and growing the U.S.-ROK relationship further. This is President Moon's first trip abroad since the pandemic, and beyond security, the two presidents also discuss trade ties in their hours-long exchanges at the White House. Meanwhile, President Biden has said that a two-state solution is the only way to resolve a conflict between Israel and the Palestinians, adding there could be no peace unless the region recognized the right of Israel to exist. He said the United States would organize international help to rebuild the damage caused by 11 days of Israeli strikes on Gaza. I'm praying this ceasefire will hold. What I've made clear is that it's essential. It's essential that the Palestinians in, on the West Bank be secured. Hamas is a terrorist organization. We've recognized that. But that doesn't mean we should not be in Gaza, rebuilding Gaza for all those innocent people who, in fact, have been hurt and have been collateral damage, including loss of homes and a whole range of other things. Earlier, the UN brought humanitarian aid into Gaza as the scale of the damage there was being assessed on the first day of the ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. 
Israel has opened two crossings into Gaza to allow in trucks carrying medicine, food and fuel. The UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees has said its priority is to identify and help tens of thousands of people displaced by the conflict. Its director is Matas Schmale. We have to recognize this is a terrified, traumatized population. This is a level of trauma added onto others caused by three previous wars, caused by two great two years of great marches of return, caused by COVID and now this. So we cannot just look at this as physical rebuilding. We need to rebuild lives or help rebuild lives. In Israel, emergency restrictions have been lifted while all schools are due to reopen tomorrow. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. A charity focused on inclusivity has urged the government and employers to set up mentorship programmes for ethnic minorities after a majority of respondents to its survey said they had faced hostile or unfriendly treatment at workplaces. The NGO Treats gave an example that a five-star hotel once banned a woman from wearing hijab to avoid frightening people. The poll also found that many ethnic minorities felt they faced various types of discrimination and a lack of job and promotion opportunities. The head of service at the NGO, Mabel Lowe, says while the government has different programmes to support ethnic minorities, stereotyping is still prevalent. We found that the key issues is that most of the Hong Kong people has many misunderstanding and stereotyping on our ethnic minorities' friends. So, and really to solve this problem, and our organization found that it is very important to break the stereotyping by some direct contact. Therefore, we have some mentorship scheme because the scheme can provide them more chances to have direct contact before they really enter the job market. India says a cyber attack on its data processor in February compromised the passport and credit card details of 4.5 million of its customers. The attack accessed 10 years of passenger records. The BBC's Anbarasa Natarajan reports. Air India says the data breach was first reported in February, but the details of those affected were provided to the company only in March and April. However, the airline said security numbers used to execute transactions for credit cards were not stored on the server that came under attack. An investigation has now been launched by the airline, which is a member of Global Airlines Consortium, Star Alliance. In the meantime, it has asked all its customers to change passwords to their accounts on the Air India website. The European Space Agency says new satellite photos of a 4,000-square-kilometer iceberg will help them understand more about Antarctic ice shelves. The first images of the iceberg were taken by the space agency and confirmed by the U.S. National Ice Center. Scientist Mark Drinkwater said the images will provide insight into the flow-on effect of what happens when large chunks of the ice shelf break off. It's more the impact that carving of large icebergs have on the flow of the glaciers feeding the ice shelves. Ultimately, it's the loss of ice from Antarctica outwards into the ocean, which is what we're concerned about. And as we upset this balance, that's resulting in what could be potentially much larger discharges of ice and losses of ice from Antarctica. Sported in golf, Phil Mickelson shares the lead with South Africa's Louis Tuzen after yesterday's second round of the PGA Championship at Coa Island in South Carolina. 
The American Mickelson, who at 50 could become golf's oldest major champion, and Oosthuizen were deadlocked on five under 139 after 36 holes on the formidable ocean course. Football, and with a preview of this weekend's English Premier League action, here's the BBC's John Bennett. It's the final weekend of the Premier League season and it's all about who will secure the final two places in next season's Champions League. Only the top four qualify for European football's biggest competition and while champions Manchester City and second-placed Manchester United have claimed the top two spots, third and fourth place are still up for grabs. The favourites are Chelsea and Liverpool because they have their destiny in their own hands. But FA Cup winners Leicester City are in fifth place and they'll be hoping one of them slips up. Third place Chelsea travel to Aston Villa, who are full of confidence after beating Tottenham away from home in midweek. But Chelsea fans will feel they should get the job done. Thomas Tuchel's side were excellent in their crucial 2-1 win against Leicester last Tuesday. Liverpool know one more win will almost certainly secure Champions League football. And there'll be fans at Anfield for the first time since December when they take on Crystal Palace. It'll be Roy Hodgson's final game as Palace manager. As for Leicester, they have to beat out-of-form Tottenham and hope Liverpool or Chelsea drop points. All eyes will be on Tottenham striker Harry Kane after reports that he wants to leave the club before the start of next season. Those are some of the big games to look forward to this weekend. A letter written by Albert Einstein containing his most famous scientific equation, E equals MC squared, has sold at an auction in Boston for more than $1.2 million, three times more than expected. Archivists at the California Institute of Technology and the Hebrew University in Jerusalem say there are only three other examples of the equation in his handwriting. And to end the news, the top stories once again, Executive Counsel and Dr. Lam Ching Choi seeks to ease concerns about the quality of overseas doctors. At least three die in two earthquakes on the mainland, and President Biden hosts South Korea's president at the White House. The news from RTHK. Yes, Jess, today is the day for She Knows the Devil. Here's Toto.